Karen is the proven expert in addiction treatment. A recent independent study showed that 94% of Karen patients were still in recovery 90 days post-treatment. Visit CARON.org slash real. Karen, real results, real care, real about recovery. Are you ready? Let's make some noise, come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I am Roy Burton alongside me, as always, my tag team partner and a man to my knowledge, who to my knowledge has never slapped anybody over a fantasy football disagreement. One, Chris Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing as always during the pandemic? Air quote, Saturday morning, sir. But And, and no one has booked a flight out of Las Vegas for me. Mm, yes, yes. No <laughs> trips for, for Mr. Domingo from Vegas. No slaps, was not slapped or was not the slappy or slapper. Um, well, like, I don't know, because this is why, well, this is why that I, I, I don't have the liquid fantasy obligations, because this is what happens. People know, like, I, I mean, like, this isn't a, like, I mean, I feel like people are just like shocked because baseball players are like complaining about like, I mean, like it, it's competition. And like, I don't know, you want to keep the league in order. You don't want anarchy in your in your in your league and apparently mike trout is a terrible owner or a terrible commissioner but yeah for those who don't know and we'll get to the the real the real sports news of the moment in a few minutes but my favorite sports story of the year 2022 so far was the disagreement or is the disagreement between jock peterson of the cincinnati reds and i'm sorry jock peterson of the of the san francisco giants and tommy fam of the cincinnati reds uh for those who do not know um Fam slapped Jock Peterson prior to a game between their two teams on Friday night. And this disagreement or the incident was a result of a disagreement between the two um, related to fantasy football rules. They were in a league, which was commissioned by one Mike Trout. Mike Trout you know, <laughs> I mean, like, the best baseball player in the world. You would have thought like Mike Trout would have outsourced. Like, I don't know. Like, like did he want, did Mike Trout really have time? to like, I don't know, like approve waivers. Mike Trout, you know, like Mike Trout for the, again, for those who don't know, Mike Trout, again, the best baseball player in the world, arguably of the, uh, of the LA angels is a really big, and he's a really big weather guy. So he, he goes in a Doppler radar and does all this other weather stuff. So maybe like, you know, why he's taking hours to kind of like look at cold fronts and warm fronts. Maybe he goes in and approves trade requests or sees, sees if the waiver wire is clear or, you know, process all that good stuff. Maybe he's into that kind of, like, minutia kind of stuff. Because, again, <laughs> he has other interests outside of baseball. So, Mike Trout, again, the best baseball player in the world is the commissioner well, of the fantasy well, football Well, league. apparently not doing endorsements. He'd rather, no, he'd no. rather, <laughs> he'd rather look at, he'd rather look at CBS Sportsline finances tab and yes. see, like, who's the link with than, like, I don't know, maybe, like, I don't know, like, I don't know, like, try to, like. Be the, be the face like, of baseball? <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, no. Uh, that's a good point. No, I, I, I mean. I thought about this. Is Mike Trout the most famous fantasy football commissioner in the world? That well, that we know of. That we know of. Because yeah. again, there's other leagues. There's other leagues with bigger money leagues. than this league. Yeah, <laughs> with, with bigger money than this league, um, aka the the Jalen Rose League, which has gotten a lot of people into trouble. But in this league, Mike Trout is the commissioner. Apparently, I, I got a lot of details on this. Apparently, there's a thousand dollar buy-in, and according to the uh, disagreement, according to the the parties involved. Um, Tommy Pham accused Jock Peterson of cheating because he was quote unquote stashing players on the bench. Now, what happened was that Jeff Wilson of the 49ers was on the PUP list and Jock Peterson put him on IR. According to the rules of the league, according to Jock Peterson, that was legal. Tommy Pham thought he was kind of skirting around the rules. Mike Trout didn't handle this. So, May, that was last weekend. <laughs> Tommy Pham ran up on Jock Peterson the first time he saw that man in public and slapped him in the face. Wait, wait, I didn't really know. This is all about Jeff Wilson. Like a lot of it. A lot of it. Like like the fourth running back of the San Francisco 49ers. Correct. But you know, remember no. like the, the Niners were using like seven thousand running backs last yeah, year. No, no, but that's a but I think that's a that's a very especially in this COVID era where like you don't know, like I don't know, like because now all most leagues anyway have this like IR well because a lot of the times leagues didn't have IRs they're like right. yo if if like if you don't want to like have an empty space you just have to cut them and, and like but now I think people are like saying yo like I don't know 
do you have to put someone on there? Uh, say you don't have anyone sick or injured. Right. Like, I don't know. Or like, does it have to be COVID related? Is it just injury? Like, I think there's a lot of just like, I don't know, like, once again, minutia that Mike Trout loves to like yes. figure this out. But like, I don't know. This is what happens when you have an idle commissioner. He just lets these things like, I don't know, shame on Mike Trout. And now, and now we have Tommy fans business out there. It's like, yo, uh, obviously there has to be something deeper than this because I don't think he's smacking dudes because of Jeff Wilson. This is probably like the, maybe the, the, the cat, the straw that broke the camel's back. Well, there were a couple of things. So that was the big thing. And, and fam said on, he's on record saying, quote, there was too much money on the line and quote, he was messing with my money end quote. <laughs> and then you also said, quote, I'm a big dog in Vegas. I'm a high roller at many casinos. I don't know why you needed to add that, but that's either here nor there. After the whole Jeff Wilson incident, Jock Peterson posted a GIF to the people in the, in the chat, in the, in, the, in, the, in the group chat, and it kind of made fun of the Padres, which, you know, Tommy Pham played for last year. Tommy Pham basically, like, replied to that chat saying, like, yo, fam, I don't know you like that. Like, don't be joking with me. That's mad disrespectful. <laughs> so the Jeff Wilson plus the mad disrespectful GIF led to the slap. Now, I think that's maybe Tommy Pham, maybe, you know what, I hate to say it, but a lot of leagues have that sensitive bull. And apparently, Tommy Pham is that sensitive bull that can't take a joke. Like, I don't know, that, that that's, like, super serious. That, like, are are these people that, like, after, like, if someone has been drafted in, like, 3.5 minutes, like, instead of three, <laughs> they're like, yo, come on, bro. No, yeah. I, I mean, like, I'm, you know what? I, I'm on Team Jock Peterson. Because wow. Tommy Pham needs to chill. Like, no, like, I, I mean, like, <laughs> I, I mean, why does anyone need to know you're a roller? I didn't. I didn't know uh, who the hell you were until like last <laughs> week. I, I, I didn't. I didn't know who Tommy Fan was. So I, I mean, but once again, this is this sounds like Mike Trout needs to have a Zoom meeting with his with his crew. No, the question. I guess the million dollar question is: Do these guys come back to the league? I'm sure Tommy. I think Tommy left the league. According to the story, Tommy <laughs> left the league. Um, later later on in the season because he was just tired of the of the disrespect and all that stuff. I will say this. I th- from what I've heard, according to what I've heard, Jock Peterson apparently sounds like he's in the right. And like you said, Mike Trout was probably too busy looking at weather and not being the face of baseball to not take care of this, you know, when it happened. Because a good a good commissioner takes care of this stuff when it happens. All that said, I appreciate a guy like Tommy Pham who has a beef for months and months and months and months on end. And as soon as he sees that man, it's on site. I appreciate that. I appreciate him running out to the outfield. Because John Peterson's in the outfield. Tommy Pham's getting ready to play. He ain't got no business, you know, kind of hanging out with the Giants dudes. He ran up on the man as soon as he saw him in real life and slapped him in the face. I respect that. I respect I respect holding a grudge for that long and just slapping a man across the face. This is a great story. I, I love this story. Like, I, uh, sadly, More importantly, I will make sure to have all my fantasy debts cleared I will. I no, because I'm an ethical fantasy football player. You I are. like. I try. I try to like. I don't know because no. The the IR thing is a real issue, and it's like I don't know. Like how do you, like? I mean, do you keep it going forward? Because apparently, because obviously, COVID's not going anywhere. But like, I, I don't know. Like, like what do you do every week? Like no, and, and it's like I, I think another topic. I, I love these sidebar topics. Is what if? No one know, like notices that you are over a position limit on your roster. Like I don't know because because like the the thing like this say you pick up a guy say you're, you're only supposed to have six wide receivers. Yeah. And like I don't know, accidentally you picked up a seventh, and no one noticed. What do you do? I don't. Well, the 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 well again, if you're on a a, a good quality service, the server should tell you that you are over the limit. Okay. Under the limit or whatever the limit, you know, however the thing works. So if you are over the limit and you do not make the proper adjustments, then that's on you. So whatever penalties okay. befall you, and if you have the legal okay. lineup, that's on you. Okay. No, but like, but it's on yourself to check yourself. Like, like you, okay. No. If you I, put in a waiver claim for a wide receiver and you end up with seven wide receivers, you can only have six, and your and your lineup is lim- is is illegal. Then that's on you. Like okay. you you, you got to own that zero. Like you own it. That's you. <laughs> That, that's on you. Like you are again. This is money. Like don't play with people's money. Do not play with people's <laughs> money. And Jack and Tommy Fam, Mister High Roller at the Bellagio, says, "Yo, don't play with my thousand dollars." Like this is big. You time. see how we spent eight minutes on this? I would rather spend this eight minutes talking about Tommy Fam than 
than the offseason of a basketball team that I have, like, I, I mean, I think people, I can't remember another time where, well, last year, well, like, last year's offseason was different because we just tried to trade a guy every hour of the day. But, I, yeah. I mean, like, I don't feel that, like, I don't know, even with the news that, hooray, the Sixers got the 23rd pick, I don't feel there's a lot of excitement because I feel like, I don't know, I think even the as the casual fan knows that the Sixers, sorry, we moved on. The Sixers no, are, are in, I, I, I wish I can, I can, I can uh, reference this person are stuck in playoff purgatory, which I like, I, I mean, like is a little better than being stuck in like, as like mediocrity terror. Like I, it, how did we, like, I, I feel that like, I don't know, like if you would have said that, like, I don't know throughout all this, that, the Sixers would be struggling. And I'll say it, I'll emphasize it again, struggling mm-hmm. to get to the a conference finals. You could say this is a, a, a I won't say a massive failure. And I'll not, and I won't say that the process didn't work because like, I don't know, like, like, I don't know, you got the roster better, but they're just failing to meet expectations. That doesn't mean the process didn't work, but it's still a moderate disappointment. I'm glad you brought that the process thing up because again we, we asked Jake Fisher about it and we had him on a couple months ago and before we talk about that just let me just set to set up the show Broad Street Line 106.5 FM WPPN LP Philadelphia follow us on Twitter he is at SKD215 I'm at the BS Line let's talk about the Sixers for a second because again if you told me before all this stuff happened again whenever whatever date you want to start the process with maybe it's the Michael Carter Williams you know thing or whatever I don't know whatever date you want to put on this you told me before this. The team doesn't get past the second round. I'm going to tell you that the process was a failure. I know you got the guys. I know you got a bunch of first round, the number one picks. I know you got guys. I know you got a lot of talented guys. You got. You never got to a conference. If you never got to a conference finals, I'm going to tell you it's a failure. Now I know a lot of people will disagree with that, saying you know you got franchise guys, you got Joel Embiid. You know weird stuff happened. A guy you know got sick from eating sesame seeds. Like a guy forgot how to shoot. The guy didn't take a shot. Like, oh, a bunch of weird stuff happened, and you didn't make one. But if you didn't make one, then, again, I think that's a failure of the process. And if it didn't work – and, again, I don't, I don't fault the Sixers for doing what they did or not doing what they did or whatever like that. But I think we're at a point now where it's like, all right, how many more years do we have of this? Yeah, no, no. I, 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 I like, because now we're at the point in this Joel Embiid process run, arrow, however – you want to call it and say, how much longer? Like, no, yeah. how much longer do you keep doing this? And I mean doing this as Joel Embiid being the centerpiece of this team. Because, I, I mean, people have asked, like, how how much longer, how many more peak years of Joel do you have, like, in, like on the Sixers, like, like, in general, how many more peak years do you have? I was like, the important question is, how many peak years do you have in here? Like, I, I like, because now, I, I mean, not everyone is Dame Lillard. Not everyone wants to not run away from the grind. Like, I don't yeah. know. Like, at, like I mean, the the usual instance is the superstar gets frustrated with a underachieving team, and he's like, yo, get me out of here. And I think with just Miami, like, feeling like they're knocking on – like, they're knocking on the door of a championship, and I don't know, like, if they're going to knock again. So I don't know whether at some point – they want to knock one last time and get a superstar for Jimmy Butler. I, I, I like that's not like I feel that's a very imminent threat. So once again, this season, how do you prevent that from happening or the possibility? And I really feel like right now we're on a year-to-year basis with Embiid. Yeah, I think you got another at least another year with Embiid as a Sixer. You know, you know, playing at a at a pretty high level. After that, I don't know what happens because, like you said, like. How many more years does, M- does Embiid have health-wise, MVP-wise, MVP-level-wise of playing in him? And B, just from a mental standpoint, say, yo, if you go through another year of this and you don't win, then does Embiid say, you know what, I'm tired of this. Like, you know, I've been here for a long time. Like, let's kind of let's kind of turn the page on this. I think you got at least one more year. So I think you can and plan for a year. And more importantly, when does it become mutual? We're like, we're like, Joe, like, I don't know. We know, like, I don't know, like, you're a great player. and but. This isn't working, and it, I don't think it's at fault of your own. But I think we need to get younger. Like I, I like I feel it will be Embiid saying I want to move, but I don't feel like the Sixers are going to be like 
kicking and screaming, saying, please, no, stay. I don't think it's going to get to a mutual point. I, I think, because I, I, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I don't remember a time in recent memory where a top five guy has said, I want to leave. And then the team that had him, had the guy said, all right, it's fine. It's, it's time for you to go. No, that's a good point. No, yeah, um, no, no. Like, there, there might be. I mean, like, the closest thing I can think of was, like, Anthony Davis, but he wasn't a top five guy. So, um, like, usually a team will hold on to, like, a really, really, really good guy as long as they can until, like, the, until it comes to the point where they just No, can't. because they know the alternative. Like, right, I don't the alternative know. is know, you never they win. They know how hard it is right. to get a top five guy. Apparently, it's infinitely harder to find a second top tennis guy. Well, like, right. well, according to the Sixers, it, it's impossible. Yeah, but but no, you're right. Like, you have to kind of figure out. It's like, all right, like, you see, like, Boston's going to be, you know, one of the class teams in the East for, you know, the next at least three to five years. I think that's fair to say. And um, obviously, and Milwaukee's Milwaukee. Not, and you can't count out Milwaukee. Right. Giannis, Giannis, and, Giannis and Middleton. As as much as people like, I don't know, want to like, I don't know, discount like discredit Chris Middleton. He's the perfect Robin, right? Not Batman. No, like, <laughs> and like, right. I I feel Miami's kind of in that. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel I feel like they need to tinker a little bit if they want to ever like, I don't know, get to a real finals. Like, I know because I feel that. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I don't know. They're young pieces. I don't know if they're too young. Or they just don't have it. Like I don't know. Like in particular, Bam Bam Adebayo. Like I, I mean, like in these last two series, he played a Joel Embiid with like I don't know, no functioning like digits, and Al Horford and a injured Robert Williams, and he didn't take over. Like that's a for me that like for a guy making thirty million a year, you need to and, and like I don't know, maybe he gets neutralized from, with a normal strength Sixers. I get it. You couldn't take advantage of like Joel and Bean with like with like a broken face and broken limbs <laughs> or or broken like I don't know <laughs> appendages. No, no, he's not. No, I mean quite frankly, no. Like he's just not that good. And I think the Heat figured out that the guys who kind of like a lot of the guys who got them there aren't. I don't want to say aren't that good because that's kind of like no, 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 kind of... <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, but once again, this is like steps. Like, mm-hmm. and the problem with, like, I don't know, when you see a team like the Sixers, they're like three steps behind the Heat who are like three right. steps behind the Celtics. Right, right. And, and and that's the thing. It's like, all right, like you see, you know, Duncan, Duncan Robinson, you know, decent player, makes a bunch of threes, you know, whatever, makes $16 million a year, but you can't play the dude in the playoffs because, again, he'll just get cooked on defense. Like Bam Adebayo, you know, you know, great center, you know, a really good center. I'm going to say great. Really good center, all-star caliber center, paying $30 million a year. But some dude just cooked this dude. Like he just like he's a six nine. He's a six nine guy who just gets bodied up by like super no, physical guys. No, I feel guys. like you can't like a t- a legitimate team cannot be paying a guy franchise caliber money when he's not a franchise player. And, and unfortunately, the Sixers are have that problem two times. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like I mean, like that. There's a reason why they're six steps behind the Celtics because I don't see the Celtics overpaying. Like they got rid of the guys that they were over that that they were overpaying the Kemba's, the Gordon Haywards. Like I don't know, like Al Horford's darn sure may, er, earning that salary. When you look at the good, when you look at good teams, like really good teams by and large, they don't have bad contracts. They don't have wasted that, that, resources. Yeah. Like I, you think yeah. it's a coincidence the the Warriors finally got, got to the finals again when when Andrew Wiggins wasn't finally is living up sort of to his contract. Yeah, like that, and that's why, like, like you know, like Miami, it's like the the way the, the fact that they got as far as they did with that terrible Kyle Lowry contract is kind of a, a testament to to Spolster and Jimmy Butler. Because quite frankly, like, unless they figure something out this offseason, I don't think they can do this again. Because you can't. You Spolster's can't have, the best. Spolster's the best yeah. coach in the NBA. And and you can't have thirty a, million dollars tied into a guy who can't play defense. So you, you can't. And no, like, they, like what, like if you had to, like, I don't know, like, put a value on. Bam Adebayo, I think he's probably a $24, $25 million guy. Kyle Lowry, 30. He might be like a $15, $18 million. Like, I mean, that's like, that's a superstar right there. Like, I don't know, like, if you took, if you just put, like, and I'm not sure, like, I don't know how, like, what the peak of Tyler Hero is. Like, I, I know he's very good, but I just don't know. In, like, in, in, like, soul crunching time like <laughs> i mm-hmm. think of a different like can you rely on tyler hero 
who's being guarded by, I don't know, an elite player, like a PJ Tucker type, to get his shot off. I don't know. That, and that's why mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel Tyler Hero along the same lines of like a Tyrese Matz, where like, I don't know, like even at his superpowers or his peak, is he able to get a shot off on in a, on a top five NBA defender? I don't know. See, I think, I think the answer is yes. But again, the value in Tyler Hero for the Heat has been being that you know spark off the bench, that six man off the bench who can get yeah, not 20. being needed, not being <laughs> right. needed to right. do that. Like, right. and I feel like if you if you promote Tyler Hero, right. like I don't know, and like he doesn't, he's not as valuable as he is as like I don't know the guy coming in six minute, like six minutes into the game against the second unit. Like right. I don't like right. like it's it's not an apples to apples comparison. So. Are like I don't know if Tyler Hero is that effective if he's playing against starting fives all the time. Right. No. 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 My, my point is that like yeah, like Tyler Hero, you know whether he is as effective, you know, in, against starting fives or not. And again, that's debatable. And you're probably right. He probably isn't. But again, there is no Tyler Hero on the bench to be that Tyler Hero, and Tyler yeah. Hero is that guy. So like if Tyler Hero's starting, the 20 points he's giving you, or whatever, 18 to 20 points he gives you as a starter, that's cool. But then again, when you're facing the other How do you team second Tyler unit, Hero? right? Because exactly. you don't have. Well, you, you don't, don't have, have the money because you're paying right. Kyle Lowry third. No, that exactly. contract is that contract is pushing for the worst in the league because, like, I, I don't know. Like, I think he's at the very end of his career. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I know he was dealing with some hamstring stuff, but hamstring stuff for like, I, I feel this is like for like I don't know foreboding for the Sixers is hamstring stuff historically don't go away. Like, I don't know. You just kind of mitigate it, but I feel they're always looming. Because if, if you've had it, like a hamstring injury, it's just waiting again for like that next time. So I, I don't know. Like I feel like the Heat are stuck. Like I feel like if if the Sixers had a chance to take advantage, they could. Because like I, I mean, other than I, I mean, and you never know with with the Nets because they always have like I don't know they have Durant. So like I don't know every anything's possible there. But other than that, all these other teams are in flux. Like the Knicks. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the Bulls like. The Bulls might be a one-year wonder at this point. But all, all that said, like you're still in a different league than those top four teams. Like you're still you still essentially yeah. play a different sport. Even than, in a than even the in a watered-down East, you right. are you're you're not much better. You're, you're not much better than the Chicago Bulls. No, like you're not a lot better than the Bulls. Um, you're not a lot better than Toronto. Um, like you like like you're not on the same level as the Nets or you know all the te- the other teams that we mentioned. Now, and if, if you had to put yeah. them in a tier in the East, where would you put them? Your own they, graded, like, I don't know, your own tier. They're probably Are not, they a third-tier team? They're, they're probably that third-tier. They're probably not third-tier. Yeah. yeah, they're probably not. Yeah. I'd say, yeah, because, I because yeah, I, I think I think as of today, I'll still put Miami in that tier because of what they did this postseason. So, I think today yeah. there's that the, the Boston-Milwaukee-Miami tier is tier one. And then I'll throw Brooklyn in their own tier, tier two. Yeah, yeah, no, I no, I was gonna, I was gonna say exactly that. I feel like Brooklyn is the absolute wild card, not yeah. because of someone, but I feel because, like, I don't know, you never know what Kyrie, like, what they do with Kyrie, like, I don't know, and and just Durant's that much of an equalizer. Where, like, yeah. if you get the right team around them, they can. So, where does this leave the Sixers? That's the thing. It's like, and and the and the thing, I guess my quite my, my where I was going is, I don't know how you get well. I don't you really don't, know how you get to that first tier. Well, no, here's like, it. I don't know how you get to that first tier. I can, I can get you to the second tier. I can get you to the second no. tier. I don't know about the first tier. I don't know how we, how we get to the first. No, tier. No, but like, can can you get to the second tier? What yeah, moves do you need to make to the to get to the second? You can. I well, I, all right. I can't give you a specific give you specific names, but I think you can work enough around the margins to get to that second tier. I really do. Does really, Bradley Beal move you to the second tier? Bradley Beal absolutely can move you to the second But I don't, need, I, I don't know if you need to go Bradley Beal to get to that second tier. But yeah, Bradley Beal does. If you could Bradley Beal your way to that second tier, then sure. Yeah, So, But like, we're okay at this point. We're okay with just hitting that second tier because no. the first tier feels <laughs> unattainable. No, I don't want to say okay, but I mean, it's real. It's, real, it's reality. Okay. Like, like, I, I'm a realist and I can understand. No, so, but like, I don't know. What we're saying is, we're trying to salvage an era where we just had infinite picks and infinite resources, and the and the and the biggest goal is just to make the conference finals. Correct. I guess I know. <laughs> I, I, Correct. No, I know. Like I, I mean, but is I mean that's a sad state of where we were at three years ago. We're like I don't know. Like I don't know. We thought like heck, even a year ago. A year ago. 
a year ago. I mean, this team a year ago. A year ago, they were the one seed. Yeah, the one seed, home court advantage, you know. This is, you know, pre-letting an Atlanta Hawks team, which again, Up wasn't 25 that good. flipping points. They blew 18-point leads and 25, 18-point uh, lead and 25-point lead to the Hawks in the same series. It's like, bro, they, they lost three games at home as a number one seed. It's like, this should not happen. Like, it just should not happen. But it did. And like you said, like, you know, 11 months later, we're trying to figure out, all right, can this team ever win two rounds in the playoffs? <laughs> Which is insanity. It's no, insane. but I guess how much longer do you think this goes? Like, I think I it goes know. one more. Year. I think I think it goes one more year. If I had to, if I had to, okay. to get the magic eight ball, I think it goes one more year. I think they, I think they try to work around the margins. I think they try to figure something out and get some more talent around Embiid and Harden and Maxi. And then it just, I don't think it'll work. I mean, I'll, you know, they'll be better, but I mean, I don't think they'll go farther. And then I think, you know. Some or all of the parties involved will be like, you know what? Like, we got to figure something out. I think that's I think that's how it ends. As an exit strategy, yeah. Or as a as, as a, I as I hate to say this word, the rebuild. Because I feel like I don't know. That's that really is the only. But I guess the question is, can you rebuild around with James Harden? Well, that's the and that's the question. Like that's what, like I think we'll know a lot more. Well, we will know a lot more. I won't say think we will know a lot more within a month or so. Whenever they figure out what they're going to do with James Harden, we'll tell you a lot. Because again, if you commit to James Harden long-term, then whatever rebuild you're going to wind up doing is going to be disgusting. Because <laughs> you can't move him. And you can't really bring in other talent around him because, you know, like it's James Harden. He's making like $55 million and he's just kind of just being the kind of that random dude. In hindsight, Roy. Yeah. If you would have just said, even though we as a as a as a as a basketball family said I cannot well because I didn't watch a game like I, I didn't watch a game mm-hmm. before this trade happened. Mm-hmm. If you would have just said, you know what, let's just punt on the season and punt on trading Ben Simmons until the offseason. Would, would would that have been and knowing what you would have gotten, what you would get for a guy that sat out for an entire year, you would get absolutely nothing back. You get you would get next to nothing back. Like I don't know, would you have would you have stuck to that plan or would you well, let still me, have done that? Let me ask you. All right, so you, so again, let's say you don't do the trade and put on the season. Well, I don't like watch. Uh, I don't watch a full season of basketball for the first year of my existence. If you punt, if you don't do the trade, do you really think Ben Simmons would have zero value today? Yes. No, I'm, I'm serious. Like you, you think yes. it has no value. Like what? Because like, again, again, you're you're. What, fa- I think I think in your mind you're factoring in all his net stuff. No, that never no, happened. But, that no, never happened. You don't think no, but you don't think that like other stuff doesn't happen in, in that time. Other stuff like what? It's just this. He just is on the Sixers instead of the, the Nets. No, like, no, no, like like I don't think he. I, I think if if the, if they don't do the trade, I don't think he even attempts to try to come back. I think he just ha- hangs out in his California home. He doesn't re-injure the back or the back spasms or whatever the disc, whatever thing he had going on. I don't think none. No, of, I don't think any of that happens. Still having, he's probably still having the back problems because he has anxiety. No, but I'm saying like we wouldn't know about it. Why? How would we know about it? No, we wouldn't no. Know. I, I, I think you're underestimating the news cycle around Ben Simmons. You don't okay. think that like something would have occurred like during this where like Ben Simmons maybe like move, like try to tweaks the Sixers and like says like I don't know this these guys suck like I don't know he doesn't stay silent I don't think if like after the trade deadline yes I don't think so I really honestly I don't think so I think after the trade deadline I think that dude stops showing up to to or when you know stop showing up to his individual practices and goes home and just does whatever he does and just kind of waits until the summer like, I really don't think anything happened because because nothing can happen so it's like what's the point of like rocking no, you know, rocking the boat you- you're 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 underestimating this <laughs> this this human being of okay. just being difficult. I no, I feel like like would he have? Do you think he'd have more value if he didn't have the trade than he does now? I don't think. Oh, that's a good. Cool. So wait, all right. So so let's run this back. So you're saying would he have would he would he have more of if he if the trade didn't happen? Would he be a more valuable asset than he was at the trade deadline? Is what you're saying? No, no. Would he be more valuable than he is right now with the Nets after all this 
Oh, 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 oh. Okay, so yeah, so factoring in the net stuff, does he? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because like, that's a good question. I don't know. Um, that's a good question. I don't know. It's hard to say because, like you said, if a guy sits out a year, then it's like, all right, something's up. But yeah, he tried to like he got traded and he air quote tried to play, but then he has a, a back and then, injury, and then and, and, and then the fits happen, and right. then he's yeah. being an absolute goof. Like I don't right. know, he's a goof. He's like, a goof. I don't know. He's, he's a, a he's the butt of a like that, no more. So take so, out the goof stuff. That's what I'm saying. Take out the like try to. No, but he's all the still a stuff. joke. Like I don't know. I think <laughs> you're just saying like I don't know. He's not like like a, on a scale of one to like Dave Chappelle. He's right. not the biggest joke in the NBA. Like right. I don't know. Like he's but he's still a joke. And but I don't I'm saying know. he wouldn't have been he wouldn't have been this much of a goof if he was sitting at home the whole time. That's what I'm saying. But, uh, uh, no, I agree. But I still. Even with that, I don't know what you would get for him. No, you're right. Like I, I think he, but I, but I think he still would have more value if he had sat at home than could, than he would. You could. He does now. We had a spot where you could have got De'Aaron Fox. No, you couldn't have got De'Aaron. Fox. Yeah, like, no, you like, no, 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 no. You, you could got getting, Terry Halliburton and Lillard. yeah, no, like, <laughs> and that would have been the that would have been the 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 best case scenario. Kids right. are you would have gotten literally. Buddy Heald would have been like the centerpiece of like a Ben Simmons trade, and right. then you would have just gotten capitally. Like you would have right. been able to like just like I don't know, eat like get rid of that contract. But you're not getting any special player back. No, no, I don't, I don't think so. Like, but I, but yeah. say, saying that, would you rather have that than this? No. Okay. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. I, I, I again. I don't fault. I mean, the we had team. those. We had those five games where Harden looked awesome. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. Maybe, like, I don't. But, like, I don't know. Like, what would you say about the James Harden era so far? It's been, not to quote my dude Maxwell, mid. It's been mid. Like, no, no, but, but, but no, I think except I, he don't have a mid range game. No, he's just no. <laughs> it is so mid. Like. Have there even been that great? Like the best memories of like the Harden era have been Tyrese Maxey, for God's sake. Well, no, he, like he's been a, he's been a great mentor for Maxey, and he, <laughs> and Harden did have that one game where we had the old James Harden for like one game where he <laughs> scored thirty one, had six threes. I, I think this is really no, this is really Chris Webber all over again. But I don't think Chris Webber had a good game. No, this is like <laughs> like just having this out like because you don't know. Like I don't know like. Because more importantly, you have to have an engaged, happy James Harden. You just can't right. tell this dude to, like, screw off. Like, I don't know. Because, right. like, he pulls out the fat suit, and then you're kind of just screwed. So, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know what a realistic um, mode they should – like, I don't know. A plan, plan they should have right now. Because, really, you can't do anything unless you figure out what you're going to do with Harden long term. That's the, And that's the thing. That's why, like, if, like I think you would – I think we can better answer that question about this whole James Harden, would you do the trade, would you not do the trade? I think we can better answer that question in a month or two. Like once we figure out what happens with this contract. If you tell me they just pick up the option and just play it out, I'm like, all right, that's fine. Like I would do this yeah. trade 10 times out of 10. Like it's fine. If you tell me they sign this dude for three and 120, I'm like, oh, all right, we got to have a discussion because like, this, is, this is terrible. So I think <laughs> that pl- I, I think that plays a huge part in it. So I can't. Is Same. there any is there any long term move that you would be okay with in terms of salary? Would you be okay with three and three years at thirty five million dollars a year? You could probably talk me into three and three and ninety. You can probably okay. like you Chris, I could probably live the Chris with Paul that. deal basically. Yeah, the Chris, the Chris Paul Kyle Lowry deal. You can probably I can probably I can live with that. I wouldn't hate it, but not but not thirty five or forty. Yeah, nothing more than thirty. Like anything more than thirty, we're like I can't. Because again, like you're paying Embiid a bunch, you're paying Tobias a bunch, you're paying James Harden a bunch. Like I can't. I like guess some point it's like, fam, like we gotta stop. I know Tobias is gonna be done soon, but I can't do more than thirty. I I can live with that. I can live with this James Harden, and a hopefully not rapidly declining James Harden over, over the next three years at thirty. I can live with that. I can live with. I don't love it. I can live with it. I can't live with forty. Like forty is forty is goofy. But you know, what? forget it. Let's talk about some real basketball teams. I want to talk to because again, we have no idea who's going to be there with the twenty third pick. So I'm not even going to start guessing. I mean, we I don't even name. know twenty three players in the draft. We know six guys, so it's like I'm not even going to guess who's going to be there twenty three. Like, and 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 uh, uh, Jason Ivy. Come on, man, Paulo Banchero from Duke. 
Oh yeah, the, the the dude who got mistaken as Mahomes. Got yes, it. yes. There you go. Yeah. So we're not gonna we're not gonna we're like if you're looking for draft coverage and insider, we we are not your yeah. guys. Yeah. The no. Group. Go to uh go to future GM Mike uh, Schlitz or. Schlitz. Yes. Yeah, we're not doing that. But but, but I do want to talk about some actual basketball because we got to see some actual basketball. And we'll see some uh, coming up in the NBA Finals. Um, we already talked about the Warriors last week clearing out the Mavericks in five games. The Heat fell short to the Celtics. Losing in game seven, Jimmy Butler had one shot for the series, essentially a three-pointer with 11 seconds left for the Heat down two um, and, and missed it. That one shot, I mean, I know we talked, to, not we, but I know the general public talked about it a lot. That shot going in or not going in changed like, the fortunes of like tons of people. Like it was, it was, it was a huge shot. Like it's, if Jimmy Butler makes that shot, not only is Jimmy Butler, again, probably like a larger than life superstar kind of guy, you know, maybe Hall of Famer or whatever like that. But we would have just saw the Celtics like pull off one of the most epic choke jobs in the history of the conference semifinals. Oh, no. And no, because I think we should have been like, as much as I don't like rooting for the Miami Heat, we should have been rooting for the Miami Heat because I feel like like collapses like that make you rethink everything. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. If, 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 if the Celtics somehow just, just blow that, everything's on the table. Splitting up the Jays, like I don't know stuff like that. We're like, but now every it's crazy how like I don't know just one shot, one shot, really like, and I, I like I still have no idea. Like I feel like the upside of the Celtics is massive, but I also feel they have the low floor. Yeah, because like I don't know they they play with their food too much. Because I feel like if you ask me, I think they're they're more talented than the Warriors. Like I don't know one that like like. All the way down. I feel they have I they have the two of the two of the three best players in the in this series, in my opinion. I think Steph's the best, but I feel second and third are Tatum and uh, Jalen Brown. I don't. I, I'm not. I, I might. I'll push back on all that. Like I don't think. I think the Warriors are more talented. I think Jason Tatum's the best player on the court. Like I think wow. Jason Tatum's really good. Like Steph. Steph hasn't been Steph this year. Steph's really good. I mean, Steph. Steph can go crazy at any moment, but. I think Jaden, Jaylen, Jay, uh, um, Jason Tatum's the best scorer, most, you know. So he's the best. So he's the best player in the series. I think he's the best player. He's going to be the best player on the court in the series. I think, and I think you're right. I think Brock Boston, I think it's clear. They have two of the three best guys in, on the, in the series. I think Golden State's talent, I think at least one to nine, one to ten, it's better than the Celtics. I, get, I, I really like, like Jordan Poole's really good. And if Gary no, Payton's healthy, uh, he's really, yeah, no, I feel really like, good. I don't know. Like, I feel that Golden State has more offensive firepower, but I feel like, I don't know, I feel like on paper, mm-hmm. whatever that means, this should be a very good matchup because yeah. I think I think the Celtics are the best defensive team in the NBA at its peak. They are, they're long, they're engaged. Like, I don't know, like, this is how a modern NBA, elite NBA franchise should look like i don't know yeah. it's either a golden state team that's long has has versatile wings that can not just shoot but like put it on the floor like a pool and like i don't know guys like that and then you have the Celtics that just have like i i mean they have pritchard who just feels like a sore thumb he's like six one every one of their dudes is like six five six right. like I, I mean like they've somehow made a two guard two center lineup thrive we thought that was over, but it helps when, when a guy uh, apparently loves Sam Adams and has found the fountain of youth and is still <laughs> guarding like I don't know the best the best players on like it's it's no I I mean I think Boston would would love to do like a what if what if they just resigned out like I don't know like mm-hmm. because they were kind of toiling for a couple of years without like I don't know his leadership and apparently he has great leadership it's just that here it was such a fiasco he just put his hands up and said get me back to like boston right yeah no it's just a bad fit here but no he's a perfect fit for that team and like you said like like the, that boston defense you know long they're gonna cause the warriors problems but the warriors defense again they got a bunch of long dudes they can switch a lot of stuff like they like they're the two top teams in terms of defensive rating in the league this is this to me is a much better series than warriors heat would have been I think Warriors oh, would have been just, just no. Ugly. The Heat aren't good. Like one, they're not exciting to watch. They 
Kyle Lowry is one of the five most unwatchable NBA players in like the last <laughs> ten. Like it's all flopping, it's all screaming, it's all let's draw fouls. They don't do anything cool. Like I don't know. They just like, <laughs> no, they don't. Like they literally are just a boring booty team. And like I don't know. Like I just don't need to see a bunch of dudes play hard. I need to see talented guys play hard, but I don't need to see a lot of just I don't know just mid players. No, because that's why the Heat made it a series and almost won because they play hard. Nine, right. They they don't take they don't take possessions off. They don't like they are just playing at maximum effort, and that's hard in the NBA. But yeah. I mean, that's dare I say Heat culture. Yeah, no, there's something to say about Heat culture because I keep telling people like people keep asking me like, yo, what about the Heat? I'm like, the Miami Heat are not a good basketball team. They're not like they're either they're, the only way they win is either. You see Jimmy Butler mid-range you to death, or they drive and they kick out, and then Max Struess and Gabe Vincent and those dudes to get to have a hot game for from three. Yeah. Or they die for like seventeen thousand loose balls and get like seventeen hundred charges and then win an ugly game, eighty nine, eighty six. That's how they win games. Like it's not good basketball. It's not. No, I felt they that win. like they, no, I felt that their offense would be their Achilles heel. Their offense is a lot worse than I thought it was. It's, no, like, it's not good. Know, like, it's they, not good. Like, I don't know. Maybe with Larry it was better, but no. Like, I don't know. Like, they it, it's literally like let's 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 create some let's run a play where Jimmy gets a dude in the post. Right. Like, I don't know. Or like I don't know. Let let's run some DH. Let's run some all ball stuff for Tyler Hero. You're never running stuff for Bam out of bio. Like he no. like he's a thirty million dollar like I don't know like loose ball player. Where, like he's guy. not yeah. like it, it's it, it's wild. And I don't need to see the Miami Heat in a big series anymore. That's it. No, yeah, no. So, so we got the series that that we should get. Warriors, Celtics, Warriors favorite. Uh, let's get it. Let's just get a good series, man. That yeah. that conference finals was atrocious. Both of them. And both, I, both, and, both and like I don't know. You need you need a good series. Like I don't know. Like like for the NBA because I feel like I don't know. It's just like you had a great semifinals, but. It's always something in the NBA playoffs where, like, the, the 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 quality of play is just not good, and but I feel like these are the two teams that can give you a very good series. We are recording this before Game One of the series, so let me put you on the record right now. Your prediction: Warriors, Celtics, NBA Finals. Who you got? I don't feel I don't love any prediction, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna say maybe because I got some scratch on it. Celtics and six. <laughs> I like no, it. I, I like no, it. No, I, I feel that, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like, I don't know. Adoka will get these dudes up to play. Like, because if these dudes are playing defense, like, at its peak, they're just, you can't score them. Like, I don't know. They mm-hmm. are that good. Like, I don't know. They they match up well with the Celtics. Like, I don't know. Like, you can have Smart on. You can have Smart on staff. You can have Jalen on whoever. Like, and, and, like, I don't know. And I would, I'm interested to see who the Warriors put on Tatum because, because one, I, I feel like, I don't know if Tatum for his first NBA title goes through Ke- Kevin Durant, yep. Giannis, uh, an epic Jimmy Butler performance and Steph and, and the Splash Brothers. He absolutely, absolutely you, you're finding a way to put him in a top, like uh, I'll say he might be, he might be the, the, in the boat, category best in the world like you can make an argument if he wins a championship this year he's in the conversation for best in the world we're not doing that we're not doing that <laughs> we're not doing that we're not as long as Giannis and kd are, are lacing up basketball shoes we're not doing that i hear you even i hear no, you no but like even for like an that. hour okay. we're not doing we're not doing we're not doing like i hear you like he can he could come in again i don't, I don't want to steal the, the the nick wright club vip club thing but he could come into the club and kind of see, like, hey, man, like, where is the VIP section? He can look and he can peer behind the velvet ropes and see How the How many VIPs. people are in the VIP section right now? Is it two? I think it's, for me, it's two. For me, it's two. Yeah. No, no, because I'll, like, I don't think we want to have this question on Philly Airways. Who's better, Jason Tatum or Joel Embiid? Oh, I think, I think it's Joel Embiid, but. Again, it's it's a it's a fair it's a fair question. Like if you ask that question, that's the thing. You ask that question to Sixers fans, they'll say Embiid. If you ask that question to Celtics fans, they'll say Jason Tatum. If you ask it to basketball fan X, it's probably fifty fifty. Like, it's like, yeah. like, like it's, it's it's real. Like it's 
nothing for nothing. It's pretty close. Like it's really, I feel it's, like a guy yeah. like Tatum, and I've said this, like I don't know, like people are surprised this dude's like a super duper star. Because like I mean, the dude went head to head with LeBron James in his rookie year. I like I I thought this dude was gonna win the rookie, win the MVP like two years ago. So like I've always bought Tatum stock, but I feel like when you have, I'll say it until I turn red in the face. If you don't have not a great, not a good, a very good, not even a great, you need a boat, a perimeter creator for to, to win a championship. You do. Like I don't know. You 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 need one. You need one. And if you don't have one, you're literally three tiers behind the teams that do. Oh, all right. So see, yeah, you brought this up late in the show, so we can't really talk about it. But <laughs> I gotta think about. I gotta think about that. Like you said, you see, you need one of the great top five perimeter creators in the league to win a title yes okay. it won right. like right. i don't know right. like look at boy look at the last 10 10 championships no, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like toronto i'm thinking like the golden state Warriors. i mean like i mean like the same teams win so i mean it's kind of like all right well golden state's always in the finals and you know and then you have lebron and so yeah i get it you're probably right but no like yeah. no you know what would have been the anomaly if the phoenix suns would have won because i don't think devin booker is a top five no, he's not. Creator. He's not. But so I mean, that would have yeah. been the anomaly. Yeah, like, but no, you're you're, you're fine. Yeah, no, but, that's, like, that's, fair. Can, that's fair. But can you win like a NBA championship with Donovan Mitchell as your like yeah, I don't okay. know your best? And he's really no. good. He's, he's good. really really good. He's good. But no, you're right. No, but yeah, that's a good question. Let's yeah, let's table that because I want to talk about that at, at another. No, uh, no, another because time. I feel like I don't know. But now we're at the point now. Oh my god, who gets us to a conference finals? This is pathetic. It's this terrible. Is so pathetic. It's terrible. It's terrible. You know what? One team that might get to the conference finals, the Philadelphia Eagles. We haven't talked about this since the schedule came out. I need you to start looking at this road schedule, my friend. The road oh, schedule, no. ladies I've and gentlemen. Already, you know what? I've already in my in my budget Excel, Excel spreadsheet, which many people have accidentally looked seen see working <laughs> on yes. my multiple jobs. <laughs> I I've set an amount. I said Eagles. Okay. And, and, and I put it down like in, in like August, September, when I booked this. So I have I have set funds ready. So I'm ready to go whenever you are ready to make plans. All right, I'm, uh, it's, I I I just need to make sure you are serious about this. That I'm serious the, anything, that you're looking man. at the schedule. That you're looking at the schedule. Oh no, like, have- no, no! I, I I have it in my mind. I just don't know like the days. Like I always like. Personally, I always like doing trips in September and October when, like, the weather's still, like, I don't know, like, manageable all in most segments of the country. Like, I don't Correct. know, November, December, you really need to go, you, you need to be location specific. Like, I don't know, November, we went to New Orleans. So it's not that we can't go to Chicago in November. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, so all right, so for those for those of you who are also planning your Eagle trips, I'm gonna put this out there for everybody while we litigate this on the air. Um, the Eagles, of course, their 2002 road schedule is out. Um, week one is at Detroit. Week three is no. at Washington. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> week three is at Washington. Week five is at Arizona. Week nine is at Houston, a Thursday night football game. Week eleven is at Indianapolis. Week fourteen is at uh, is up at the uh, the MetLife Stadium, but against the Giants. Week fifteen is Chicago. Week sixteen at Dallas for Christmas Eve. For those of you who are planning, I see a lot of people are already making their their trips and their pilgrimages, you know, plans and things like that, the bus trips and, and all that good stuff. Um, for us, and again, we will litigate this on the air. I cannot do the Arizona weekend because that is my anniversary weekend, but I am down for whatever. I'm thinking the Houston trip makes the most sense, but yes, here no, there. no, I I am going my my goal. Like I don't know, in goals sometimes you attain and sometimes you don't. I would like to go on two road trips. One Ooh. short one and one long one. I'm, I'm going to try to go to the Washington game because that's a Carson Wentz game, and I feel like that will be – they'll have a lot of juice behind it before it gets benched. And then, like, I don't know, like, I've never been to Houston before. And, like, I don't know, like, I, I, I feel like that's a city that I can turn up appropriately for a 41-year-old man. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't need to go to, like – like and, I, I mean, I'd like to go to Dallas, but not during the holidays. Like right. I, and I feel like should, the other trips, Arizona was just too early in the season. I don't want to fly. Like I don't know. I like most times. I like sitting on my couch watching Red Zone for like the first few weeks of the season. Like I don't know, and just let it. Man, I miss football so. Much. Just let it wash over you, man. Like I let it wash over no, you. No, no, but I feel like I don't know. Like Chicago, like like other other those other trips really 
I, I would have thought some of them would move me more. Like Chicago would always move me, but I just I, I can't. It's, 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 it's like December nineteenth or whatever it is. Yeah, no, like I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I know I have a a big jacket, but no, that no. Yeah. But I feel like Houston is an attainable. I like. I, I mean, let's hope flights aren't out the wazoo like they are right now. So like I don't know, but let no. But I feel like I don't know. It, uh, but I feel that would be like and and one a Thursday night game. I've never been to a no no I have lie i've been to a thursday night game before but i feel like that would be like i don't know like a nice a nice trip to do and you would obviously eagles fans travel well so it's not like no one will be there every no, like no. every every game there's a very strong contingent of eagles fans yeah no it's gonna be crazy down there it's gonna be crazy for all these games again because a lot of people again like this is you know like this is the i don't say the first year because some people started traveling last year but i think this is really the first year where like a lot of people are back outside and doing these trips yeah kind of, no, you know. no 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 confidently outside like yeah. i don't know where like i don't know like they just are fatigued COVID fatigue, yes. or or they just said you know what we have we have done our humanly part we have we have like i don't know been responsible you know what we are we we just gotta live and, and yeah. like i don't know there are, and i'm sorry there is nothing wrong with feeling that way because frankly i feel like i i feel like i'm in that boat we're coaching we're doing stuff we have like I, I mean it still blows my mind Roy, that we spent two years inside doing like with no plans none yeah yeah nothing just like nothing <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, like no, so. Nothing, to, nothing to look forward to but now we have a lot to look forward to and more importantly a potentially very good football team a very a very good football team potentially again OTAs have already begun uh this week so we'll get some some news out of the Eagles camp soon of course training camp itself doesn't start until July uh, but we'll keep the Eagles stuff by the way I, I'm yes. so happy once the finals are over that I get to take my summer break from sports because I ain't watching no Phillies I ain't, like no like I don't know I am the until the first rookie starts comes in for for training camp I am unplugging sports I will do something else one thing you will do though is watch AEW or maybe watch <laughs> AEW. Um, MJF again, the uh, one of the wrestlers on the AEW brand, um, according to reports. I don't think we've ever talked about this on this show. Um, according to reports, MJF is wildly underpaid, even though he is one of the more popular draws um, in AEW. Um, due to his satisfaction with the company, he reportedly missed a well, he didn't report, but he actually missed a meet and greet um, with fans prior to their big pay per view on Sunday. In Vegas, um, people are wondering: Is it a work? Is it a shoot? As Chris mentioned at the top of the show, someone allegedly booked a flight for MGF to leave Las Vegas and head back to Newark, um, <laughs> just like ahead of time, you know, to kind of avoid all this stuff. What? What? I don't know. become TMZ, man. Like I don't know. It's like, weird. This is the part of like the wrestling business that just gets on my nerves. Like I don't know. Like I like the booking, and I like 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 I don't know, like throwing stuff out, but. Come on, man. We need John Clark of wrestling. Yes, we do. If like, if like, if like Maximo Jacob Friedman made it to the airport, this is crazy. No, but no, I, we, I feel no. like I don't know, this, we're, we're at the point now where I think even the most knowledgeable wrestling media fans, I, I feel after his promo, which he just absolutely lit, lit the internet on fire. I think we've kind of answered the question is, is this real or not? I, I, I feel like, I don't know. We, can't say shoot because I I don't think general people know what the heck a shoot is. Like I don't know or like or or or, or a work. What what do you think it is right now after the promo? So again, for those who are not aware, and probably like ninety nine percent of you guys, um, MJF came on AEW's flagship program um this past Wednesday and gave um a very incendiary uh, promo, CM Punk style, if you will, um basically airing out the dirty laundry, saying you know like. Bunch of people in this in this company make more than me, and they're not as good as me. And you know, he demanded to be fired. And again, a lot of people think it was you know since that you know they gave him the microphone to say all the stuff that it was kind of they're kind of they're kind of playing us, they're working us, they're kind of saying, hey, you know what, you know, like this is all storyline, like this is not really an issue yeah. or whatever like that. But you know, is it real? If it's real, then it's a shoot. For those of you who are familiar with the terminology, I think it's a combination of the two. Um, and I think they're playing this really well because I don't know if you saw before we came on the air. Um, they pulled his merchandise from the AEW shop <laughs> no, online. Like, is this necessary? Is it like I, I saw the is are, are you just taking this too far now? No, no, no. If you want to do it, you gotta do it. You gotta <laughs> lean into it. 
They took him what off the active someone, roster. What if, once, what if someone wants to buy an MJF t-shirt? It doesn't matter. Just, on the table. No, it doesn't matter. Like, you got to lean into it. <laughs> it, it. It was like, you know, he demand, demanded to be fired. And so you don't eat, like, after the promo, you cut his mic at the end of the promo. You don't mention <laughs> it in it anymore. You take him off the website. You got to lean into it. You got to lean into the turn, man. Like I, like, I love it. I love it. No, no, I feel that, like, I don't know. Like, for me personally, there hasn't been anything in, like, the three years that AW's been exi- in existence for me to sink my teeth in. Like, I don't know whether it's, like, a, a storyline or a match or something. They're just right. consistently. Look, I, I turn it on. Like, I don't know, every week just to see. And then I see FTR or some Jamoke. Like, I don't know, like, putting, like, I don't know, doing a, a fake swanton bomb or, like, hitting his head on something. Like, and I turn it <laughs> off. Like, but this MJF could have, could be the thing that, not propel it over WWE, but I feel mm-hmm. like, I don't know, give it its, its, its trademark story. Because I, I feel like, I don't, I don't feel that AW in its existence has had a signature, like, I don't know, program story to kind of say, this is, this, this is what we do best. I, I feel they've had stuff, and I feel that maybe this could attract some, I dare I say, a casual fan. Because mm-hmm. I feel like AEW is not doing a good job of attracting just the right, the non-marks. Right. I, I, you know, let's kind of, let's go back, and I don't want to be this guy, but let's kind of go back to our childhood or as we were growing up as wrestling fans. The main thing, the, the best thing, or the, 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 I said the golden era of Raw and Nitro and all that other stuff, you know, all those programs where it was, you know, those Mondays where you tuned in and it said, what's Austin going to do? What's DX going to do? What's the NWO going to do? Like every week you would tune in and be like, oh man, something's going to happen with The Rock or with Cena or with the NWO or DX or whatever like that. AEW hasn't had that at all. Like at least for no. me, like no, for years. No, 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 no. There's never been a week no, where no, like, oh my God, what's CM Punk going to do this week? No, I've because never cared. I feel like, I don't know, they're in its infancy. So they're trying to figure out, but I feel like, unless you're blind, they've identified the superstar of the company. It's MJF. Right. Like, I don't know, like he right. is... I, I don't want to like put this kind of praise on it. He gave like in in 2022 to get this type of like I don't know reaction, like bad guy reaction, and like I don't know where everyone knows who everyone is to like get people to boo you, not boo you, get off of the state, get get out of the ring or get off our TV, like boo you are just making us angry. That is right. special. It's special. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, and I don't know anyone in the game right now that does it even remotely as good. Like, I don't know, maybe Miz has some moments, but no one can do it the way MJF does. So I I feel like, I don't know, like maybe he he turns this into, he's like the, he's like, I don't know, like the good, like the spokesperson for like, I don't know, these, these OG AEW people. Cause I feel like that maybe they're going for that kind of storyline where like, it's like the, the the paid dudes like i don't know like uh, let's hope it goes better than the invasion storyline that wwe did like i don't know like mm-hmm. maybe they go that route but I, at some point Roy, don't you like is 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 the most to steal an andrew goldstein line the most scrooge mcduck store like story is cm punk versus njf for the belt but i don't know like i don't know but they've already wrestled so i don't how like can you ever get to that no well i mean you can get to it but yeah i, I don't think I don't think that's the end game. I think what you just said is probably it. It's probably here are the guys who helped build this company. Eddie versus the guys, yeah, versus the guys who just showed up and got paid a, like a buck, like a buck, bucket of money. That's I think where it, where it goes. But I don't think it's going to go there immediately because I think you got to let this play out. I think you got to like have him disappear for a month or two. Just have him go away. Just have him be like that anti-establishment guy who is at odds with the company, <laughs> and then show up later. The anti the anti-establishment storyline will be a true and tested storyline in the annals of the business. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Fails. Like I don't know. Like it is whether it's Daniel Bryan, whether it's Stone Cold Steve Austin, whether it's like I don't know the, the NWO. NWO. Right. <laughs> Every, everything but retribution. It always works. <laughs> It always works. No, it, it really it, no, but I think you need to get the right man in front of the anti like the anti-establishment thing where it, it ha- like you need this like loud personality for it to yeah. work. And like I don't know, I think like I don't know, like like I don't have many like favorites in a dub, but he is he's special, man. Like I don't know, he has the gift of gab. 
And like, I don't know, like, and I think it resonated with a lot of people because a lot of people feel exactly like me. Like I feel exactly the way MJF spoke on that promo. Yeah, no, so it, no, it's going to be crazy to see how, how this plays out. Um, You know, but if they play it out right, again, it's going to be a lot of money for MJF and, and AEW. But we are interested in, we will let you know every week as his, the MJF saga turns um, on <laughs> AEW. We'll be back with you next week here on 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP, Philadelphia, or wherever you get your podcasts. But until then, we are out of here. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys. With City Cruises, everything is better on the water. Better for the history buff in you. Ask what you can do for your country. The explorer in you. Look at that. Cool. The sunset watcher and food lover in you. Whether you choose a tour of Washington's historic monuments, the convenience of our water taxis, or dining on the Potomac with stunning views of the city, you'll have an experience like no other. From a cruise service like no other, City Cruises by Hornblower. Book today at citycruises.com.